Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 281 of the What Up Though Podcast. Yep. Fuck that up. Um, I'm like, podcast, <laughs> podcast, podcast, podcast. Mm. <laughs> I think you got it eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Eventually. Yeah, it's been a, a, long, a long fucking day, man. Uh, start off the day at work. You know, morning was slow at work. Took lunch, came back. My computer was dead and <laughs> sent IT a message and everything. And well, I was like, well, I guess I'll just see you tomorrow. I'm like, shit. Say <laughs> less. Negro. Right. That's all you so, had to say. <laughs> right. I tried not to hurry up and get out of there, but shit, I was out. <laughs> so I get home and and so I knew the wife had to take her car in to the uh to get an oil change or something. So my stepson was taking was picking her up. And at first I was like, cool, I'm just gonna get home. I know she's gonna be working. I'll, you know, probably watch something or do something. And so I get in and they're ready getting ready to go. And she's trying to remind him where to pick her up at, at the dealership. Cause I guess Wait, he, how early did this happen? This happened like one, this happened like 1 30. So I was oh, home okay. by like two o'clock. Oh, okay. So I'm home like two-ish. So they bought so yeah, so two-ish. So he about to take her, you know, pick her up, and she's trying to tell him where, uh, where to get picked up at. Because I guess other times they went, he's been on one side of the building, and she was on the other side, and so she's trying to tell him, you know, because you always pick try to on the other side to pick me up and shit, and then so she's trying to tell him where she's gonna be. He's trying to tell her which entrance he's gonna come in because it's like two different or three different entrances or some shit. So these fools get into well, they didn't get an argument. She gets into a shouting fit with him because he's trying to explain where he's gonna come in in the parking lot, and she's trying to explain to him that she doesn't give a fuck where he comes in, but mm-hmm. we at this side of the building. And I'm just like, dude, he's gonna have a tough time with women his whole fucking life. Like <laughs> he is so hell bent. He was so hell bent on trying to get her to understand the entrance he was coming in while she's hell bent on just wanting to be picked up in a certain area. And, and it was like, so then it ends. He goes upstairs frustrated. She's looking at me like, well, don't you see what I was saying? And I'm like, well, actually, I'm like, I forget exactly what I said, but I told her both of them was trying to get the other person to understand their point more than listening. And then she tried to explain it again. And I'm like, you don't got to explain to me, one, because I'm not picking you up. And I don't care. (laughs) And I don't care that much. So, and at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. Hold on. I like how both of your points were the same point. Like, one, I don't give a fuck. And two, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just didn't care. Like, it just, it didn't mean that much to me. And But it was like, I, I think she just automatically thought I would just have her side. And I'm just like, 
No, both at, at some point, both both of you could have conceded. He could have just said, Cool, I'll pick you up from that side. And you could have just said, Okay, cool, whichever interest you come, just make sure you pick me up from there. And it would have been good. But neither one of them bullheaded niggas wanted to concede. <laughs> and that was like the craziest part to me. And so I'm just like, what the hell? And so I'm thinking like for him, I'm like, dude, I don't understand. Why do you want to win an argument with your mom? Like, right. I feel like at this point in life, she's probably owed some wins in the argument. And you just let that go because it's not going to do any benefit to you. You know what I'm saying? And two, in just women in general or just people in general. Well, no, let's go women, women specifically. This ain't the battle you want, dog. I, would, I don't I don't care to win this battle. This is I, I would just be like, I would have been like, cool, I'll make sure I'm on that side. And I don't care if you understand the entrances to the fucking parking lot. It makes no right. it makes no difference. I'm like, boy, yo, yo, your uh dinners with women is gonna be fucked up if you don't change <laughs> this mindset, man. And I'm just yeah, sitting there watching pick and choose them battles, dog. Bro. That's not a battle, that is not that a heel I want to die on. <laughs> Yeah, not that is not heel. one worth doing. <laughs> I'm just sitting there because I was, I was just, I had just, uh, I just used the bathroom, so I washed my hands and I was drying my hands at the door. So I'm, they're like standing in the hallway. I'm standing in the doorway, and I'm just watching, going back and forth. And and at some point, she's like, "I don't care what fucking driveway you come through." And I'm like, "Whoa!" And I didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking in my head. And then he's like, oh, okay, then I'm, I'm just going to go back upstairs. He goes back upstairs. Then she looks at me, and I'm like, and then that's when she asks me, and I tell her, obviously, the answer she didn't want to hear. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go. So at first, I was just going to stay at the crib. But then I thought, like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out, because the energy is really bad here. So I packed up my computer and shit, and I went to Don Yayo, and I stayed there <laughs> till like, 6. Like, I, I don't want to be around all this. And I'm just like, yeah. And I already, it's, so I was going to stay home because I felt like I had seen too much shit on my way home from work. So I'm driving down uh, Davidson. I get to Dexter. And as I'm crossing Dexter, a motherfucker on a bike comes out, like a, a, a pedal bike, bicycle, mm-hmm. comes out and almost like he wanted to cross the street. and But then he turns as if he was trying to avoid me. And I'm thinking, like, what the fuck's wrong with him? Like, you know, I got the green light and shit. Maybe a half a second later, I hear fucking sirens. And a fucking police car was chasing him. Yo. <laughs> I'm like, what? So as soon as I, I'm looking through my rear view, I see the police pull in the middle of the intersection. And the police officer jumps out and starts running after him. Then the car goes and chases him. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm looking through that shit. I'm like, okay, cool. And, but and that intersection is already weird to me because or fucked up because that's the same intersection I saw a shootout at the gas station like two months ago and shit. So I'm always thinking of some fuck shit's gonna happen at that intersection. Davidson and Dexter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that intersection is legendary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my and grandma for all, lived, for all the, lived for, over there for all the wrong reasons. Uh, yeah, my grandma yeah. lived over there. My mom lives in uh my mom lives in that house now. It's a uh, a few blocks off uh. A few blocks from Davidson. Yeah, right that's, off the, that's the same house I did her electrical work for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, 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 yeah. That that shit crazy over there, dog. And so I'm like, what the fuck? So I get over that. I get on the freeway, and I'm coming up on 
the exit, you know, the 96 exit to go on Southfield Freeway. And I guess it was an accident on the ramp. And so motherfuckers are like walking across the freeway. I'm like, what the what fuck the is fuck? going on, dude? Like Man, a car like again. Get, the car was like, <laughs> like somebody, the car got like sideswiped or some shit. And so people are walking and I'm like, nigga, these are cars coming at like 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. And, and so when I saw that, at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in the house. I don't want to drive nowhere. <laughs> and then I come <laughs> home to fucking bombs over Baghdad with my wife and my stepson. And I'm like, you know what? I think I am going to leave. <laughs> and then that's how I ended up <laughs> at the Cigar Lounge. So I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, you had a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How, how, how's your week? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as usual, pretty uneventful. How I like it, um, you know. I'm uh, I'm going to DC tomorrow, so uh, I'm, I'm off work tomorrow on Friday. So I only That's had sweet. a three day work week. Uh, so it's been pretty smooth, like pretty low key. Uh, I started back with my videos on my on my YouTube page. I took about five six days off because I went out of town uh, this past weekend. So I went to uh, Traverse City for uh, a friend's wedding. Uh, my wife's friend from work, but I mean, they got, they were so cool and we've hung out a lot. I, I you know, call my friend too. And, um, we went over to Traverse city for her wedding. Uh, and it was real, like the location for this wedding was incredible. Like it was a very nice, uh, like almost like a, well, it was like a, a, a vineyard where this wedding was at. And it, it was beautiful Ooh. dog. I'm like, wow. Like what a, what a fucking location. Uh, so the, the place where the ceremony was at was dope. Very nice spot. Uh, the drive out there was smooth. I, I had never been to Traverse City before, and I didn't realize that it's like it's not like I, I'm so accustomed to driving places where it's like you take the freeway all, all the way to that place and then you get off at your exit and then you drive to wherever you're going. And it, I, I didn't realize like you get off the freeway and you're still about an hour from Traverse City. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. you I take 75 up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that was uh that was interesting to me like I didn't I didn't know that I didn't expect that um and I was like uh shockingly uncomfortable with that drive because like right now I'm on such high alert with like you know like white people fuckery and shit like that that I was just kind of I don't know I I felt like I was like in the middle of like you know the boonies or whatever and like all kinds of Trump shit and I'm just like oh I don't like like I don't like seeing it on the freeway but at least I'm on the freeway like getting off and like driving through small towns in rural northern Michigan, I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But once I got to Traverse City and I started seeing black people, I'm like, oh, okay, this is all right then. <laughs> I mean, it's but, not that um, there's many black people in Traverse City, but it's more it's than not, the, but I was it's more than the zero. trip up there though. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was expecting zero. So saw some black people up there, so that was nice. Um, and then we went to the. Uh, the uh the reception which was in a different location it was in like a ballroom that's in a hotel and uh we we went back to our hotel real quick to check on the kids before we went there and then we went to the um to the reception the reception was cool like uh bar was dope because the the groom is a a big bourbon guy so they had some nice dark liquors there i had a couple well a couple (laughs) um i had far more than a couple (laughs) uh manhattans he had like a they had like specific drinks to them that they chose. Like, okay, this, this is our specialty drink. This is our specialty drink. His specialty drink was like a Manhattan. And uh, they had, uh, what did I get mine with? Uh, oh, Old Forester. Uh, so I, you know, I had a few of those. I had uh, a few tequila shots. I had a uh, old fashioned. Like, I, I had a lot, but 
Uh, it was a good time. And, and you know, I, I actually met somebody from work that I had never actually met before that I like, I, I don't know if you experienced this a lot at your job, but like with me, like at my job, we send a lot of emails to different people throughout this company. Mm-hmm. And you might have a lot of email exchanges with somebody, but the company's so big, you might have enough email exchanges with somebody that you are, you are accustomed to seeing their name and you know who they are, but you've never actually seen them in person. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I was at the I was at the bar and I'm talking to the groom or whatever, and, and he used to work at my job, but he doesn't anymore. And he was asking me like, you know, what I was still doing there, and I'm telling him, and you know, guy, and he's like, oh, so you know, blah 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 blah. He says the name. I'm like, yeah, I know that name. I'm like, I, I've never met him, but I know that name. He's like, well, what do you know? Here he is, right here. <laughs> and, and, oh uh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, so I met this guy that I, I I knew whose name I knew from work, but I had never met before. Um, we all did some tequila shots. That was pretty cool. The guy that was sitting next to me at my table, because they put all of us like people from work at the same table. And this guy sitting next to me, he was uh, the uh, boyfriend of somebody from her job that that she invited. So he was like the plus one. And he was sitting next to me. Dude was like, dude was kind of cool. Like he was he was wild, kind of goofy, but not annoying. And, uh, you know, he, he was an entertaining dude to sit next to. Food was good. Some really good prime rib and some uh, garlic mashed potatoes. Like I said, I threw back a bunch of drinks and uh, there was a whole little messy side story that I might tell you about uh, off off air, but okay. um, nothing, nothing too crazy, but a little interesting little side story. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, we took the kids to like a splash pad out there. They had fun. Only downside is I didn't really have an opportunity to have a cigar. Like I didn't have a cigar the whole time we was there, let alone visit that cigar Damn, lounge you were telling me about. Damn, fucking torture, yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah, no, no cigars. Um, uh, we were there for two nights, and yeah, I can't remember. I think the Friday that we got there, it was just kind of like chill. So uh, I just had, you know, I had some drinks. I popped the edible, and then I just watched. Like I watched Bill Maher. Like I, I had my usual kind of like Friday evening that I would have if I was home. So I like watched Bill Maher. I watched Explained, my my Netflix show that I like. Um, I watched some. Uh, what else I watched? I, I don't know. I watched something else. And th- that was kind of my Friday. And then Saturday was so, you know, was the date of the wedding. So there was all kinds of shit going on with that. Um, by the time we got back from the wedding after the reception, I was like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to go you know, smoke a joint real quick and uh, see if I can, you know, find something to watch. And, you know, obviously every Saturday I'm watching UFC. And I didn't get to watch the event that night because obviously I was at the wedding and the reception. And we got back. It was probably about, uh, 12.30, something like that from the reception. And I'm like, all right, well, let me pull up uh, pull up the fights and I'm going to see if I can pull up, you know, watch some of the fights that already happened. Because ESPN's app puts the fights up, like, real fast. Like, you don't have to wait for the event to be over. Like, after a fight happens, it's usually on the app within a few minutes. Like, I don't know, maybe like a half hour, 20 minutes where you can watch that fight. So I'm like, I'll go watch some of the fights that, you know, happen. I go to turn it on. The shit is actually still on for some reason. I, I don't know why it was on that late, but the actual main event had not even started yet. Like they were like, I, when I turned it on, they were like announcing the fighters for the main event. I'm like, holy shit, I get to watch the main event like live? Bet. So I, uh, I watched the main event for that fight. I went and watched one other fight that was earlier on there and then I, I knocked out. So uh, the most interesting thing though, I, I, I wouldn't call it, I don't know, I wouldn't call it that interesting, but we were leaving Sunday, Sunday morning. 
and we're heading back. My wife wanted to stop at this uh fucking butterfly and bug uh I don't want to call it a museum, but like I don't know, some weird kind of like place for they got butterflies and bugs. I'm like, this shit sounds dumb. But we went there, it's actually kind of straight. Like they had people there that were kind of like tour guides. And it even it looked like a rinky dink shithole from the outside. But you went in, it was kind of dope. Like they had like a whole place with butterflies just flying around, like butterflies that you don't typically see. And uh, the kids really liked that. Then they had like a bug exhibit with like giant spiders and scorpions and bees and uh, other bugs and animals I'd never seen or heard before. And they had like uh, these guys that like explain to you like what these, you know, what these bugs are and tell you cool facts about them. It was actually kind of interesting. So, uh, you know, that was cool. I didn't and, know that uh, fucking, uh, I didn't know that even exists up there. And I'd have been up there like three, four or five times. Never knew that was even up there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, when you're when you're heading back it's not too far from traverse city on the way back so like oh, when you I, I would say it's probably once you once you're on your way back it's probably about 15 10 to 15 minutes away once you're on your way back so you probably got about another 30 30 45 minutes before you actually hit 75 so uh, yeah it was actually kind of decent so we went in there the kids like that uh got some food at this little place that was uh, in the same parking lot they had, oh, I didn't get anything, but they got like ice cream and shit like that. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was cool. They knocked out on the way back. Everybody went to sleep. So I turned on my podcast and just uh, enjoyed a couple hours of silence. And yeah, it was cool. Yo, so uh, what was um, your what was your first real meal? Because you were in at your fast, right? Your oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had a light breakfast because it was kind of like she wanted to make sure that, like, you know, we didn't go hard on breakfast that day because, you know, we hadn't eaten in a few days. So had a had a fairly light breakfast. But when we got to Traverse City, we went to a place called, uh, what was it called, like Twisted Noodle or something like that. And uh, it it had like a whole bunch of like really nice noodle dishes. And it was like noodles and pasta, um, uh, pizza uh, dishes. So like uh, I got like this uh, shrimp scampi pasta, that shit was really good, and I had I got chicken added onto it. Uh, that shit was good as fuck. We got a uh, what was the app? Did we get the uh, did we get the calamari appetizer? I feel like we did, but I don't really remember it. I don't know. I, I feel like we got an appetizer, but I, I don't know for some reason I don't remember it. And um, and then we got like a a pizza for the table. Uh, that shit was pretty good. It was like a a pizza that had like a like two or three meats on it, uh, and I think it had like banana peppers, um, you know, stuff like that. That was really good. So that was like the first like for real for real meal that I had after the you know after the fast. And then um, that sat the Saturday, obviously the bulk of my food was at the wedding, and um, I think she got like you know McDonald's or something for breakfast that day. And then uh, I think we got KFC for the kids um for lunch well for for lunch slash dinner for them because we knew that we were gonna have dinner at the uh at the wedding and then i got back and like i told you i got back from the wedding i smoked a joint so i'm like i'm like i'm about to you know check out these fights and i'm like oh shit the main event ain't started yet i'm like cool and so i turn on the main event and by this point you know the the high is kicking in and i'm like i'm I, this I, I also keep in mind i've had like seven or eight drinks and <laughs> Now I've smoked a joint. I'm about to watch a live main event fight. 
so I uh, like our, we had like a suite, right? So our, me and my wife's room, we had a room that was separate from everybody else's room. Like it not, and I, when I say a room, I don't mean like a separate hotel room. I mean a room that was within our hotel room, within our right, suite. Right, right, right. Like yeah, and so the room was kind of split into three sections. There were three, there were two different beds and a pullout sofa and a TV in each location. So my son was in one location with the pullout, and then uh, her sister and the girls were where the other bed was with the other TV. And then me and my wife had the one that was a separate room with a separate door and a, a separate TV as well. But I pulled up the fights on my, my iPad. So I'm like, man, now I'm, now I'm lifted. So I'm like, let me go out here and fuck with this KFC. Man, the KFC ain't never tasted so goddamn good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and the thing is, like, all I did, I grabbed like, a, I grabbed the breast out of the, the, she got like a bucket of chicken. I hadn't even looked at what she got from KFC up until that point. So I'm stumbling out there, high slash drunk, and I, I open up the chicken. I'm like, oh, there's some, there's some chicken in here. So I grabbed like a, a breast, heated it up in the microwave for a minute. Man, nigga, there was not a fucking like, there, I did not leave an ounce of meat on that motherfucking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so goddamn good to the point where I almost wanted to get KFC again the next day because I was just, all I could think about was how good that KFC was that night. But I mean, hey, you know, you high, you drunk, everything on taste uh, enhanced, I should say. Like it still would have been good regardless, but it was enhanced because of the because of the buzz. So, like it, the the point of that story is that out of those two days, I remember that fucking piece of KFC chicken the most. <laughs> Well, you probably normally wouldn't even have remembered it, you know, on a normal, normal, like, yeah, I just got random KFC and shit. I woke up in the morning and I, all I did was like put the plate on the table next to the bed. I didn't even get up and like throw it away or nothing like that. And I woke up in the morning, I looked at that and immediately I was like, God damn, that chicken was good as fuck last night. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that chicken was so fucking good, dog. I love some good chicken. Dog, it's a place in um, Southwest that I went to, man. It has really good fucking fried chicken. What's the name of it? So, uh, the the first, it's called, I think it, it was P-O-L-L-O. I don't know if that's Polo or Pollo. 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 So, yeah. Pollo uh, Champin. C-H-A-P-I-N. Okay. That chicken was fucking amazing, dog. Fucking amazing. So that was shit, maybe a month ago. Um, I was coming back from the east side, and I usually sometimes I'll take 94 to come up before. And so I had parked because I was trying to get some ideas to go some get some chicken from somewhere or just something to eat in general. And uh, you know, Pat 313. Oh, yeah, yeah. He suggested it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not that far because it's in Southwest. I'm like, oh, I'm not far from there. I could just, you know, it's like a, I had to turn around, but it wasn't maybe like maybe eight minutes away. Man, that chicken was so, I, I don't know if they're Mexican or not. I'm not sure the origin of the folks. They kind of look Mexican, but I'm, I'm not going to, I'm just going to say it was in Southwest. So it's good assumption that they were Hispanic, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. chicken was so fucking good dog. really yes yeah. absolutely and you know what's interesting is like if a black dude tells you that he got chicken from a spot and it was fire like you know like you know it was fired because uh, it's like like we don't 
you know, we 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 don't trust every place to sell chicken. Uh, like, you know, especially if it's not like a place like Popeye, something like that. Like, if it's a place that's not like a chain, like you never know what you're gonna get. So it's like you might go up there and be like, I just alright. So, so it's if somebody couple, tell you it's fire. So yeah. it's a and it's a couple of factors with that. If someone tells you it's fire, and then I'm I I'm, we rock with Malcolm who does great grilling. I don't know where Malcolm, you know, how to barbecue Malcolm. I don't know where Malcolm's take on barbecue is. I mean, on fried chicken is, but I know he makes bomb barbecue. So I would like safe to say if he thought some fried chicken was good, it'd be good. And so I have that same weird thing with, with white people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they really know if fried chicken is good, but I do know that Pat is a decent, a decent foodie. He's, he's recommended other stuff and talks about other folks. And he smokes weed. I just feel like people that smoke weed probably know what good chicken is. I don't know. None of that makes sense, but it all tracks. <laughs> like, I agree with all of that. Like, I wouldn't, like, if a white person was like, yo, this place got some good fried chicken, I'd be like, fuck out of here. You don't know what good fried chicken is. But if Pat said it, I probably would be like, okay, Pat. Hey, I strike me as somebody I, who might like, who might yeah, good fried chicken. Yeah, because he, he suggested a spot by me that I, I had never been to. It's uh, right up on Telegraph and uh, Joy. Um, and it was a pretty good spot. So, I mean, not uh, aside from chicken, it was just, a, it's a burger joint. So I'm like, cool. I go there. The shit was amazing. But yeah, I had to send you the dress for that one one day if y'all out and about to try that. That chicken was pretty good. And they do. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of coleslaw at all, but they had this coleslaw that had like cilantro and like jalapenos in it. Man, that shit was amazing, oh. dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. So awesome shit. Um, this is super random, though. Like, yeah. did Pat put you on this place on Twitter? Yes. I feel like I have not seen Pat in my Twitter timeline in years, and I'm starting to wonder if he like blocked me or unfollowed me or something. No, Pat had a different. I think he is his, his. He had deleted his Twitter page, and then he got it back, and then I ended up following him randomly. And he was like, "Oh, I've been meaning to follow people, and didn't get a chance to follow." Uh, follow so, because he did have a page, but it's a different page now. Oh yeah, yup. I just looked it up and I found it. It has an underscore in it right now. I don't yeah. think it had an underscore before. No, it didn't have an underscore. So he had lost it then. I think I ended up following him because I knew he had mentioned something about it having getting a new page or something got hacked or some shit. And he's like, Oh yeah, I haven't mean to follow people and hadn't got a chance. So yeah, well, I don't think I'm pretty sure he didn't block you or didn't get a chance yeah, to follow you back or something. But yeah, yeah I just so I just like followed him on there now. Yeah, I just followed him on there now because I'm like, I was I, I was thinking actually thinking about Pat the other day because um I saw Johnny post something on Facebook in a group that we both in asking about uh, doing dabs, like with weed and shit. He just, added me. Then, he just added me to that group, but yeah, continue. Okay, he just, he just added me to that group the other day, too. Oh, like, okay. like, when I say the other day, I mean literally, like, it was either yesterday or the day before. Oh, okay. And, um, and when he asked that question, it reminded me of when Pat and Foulmouth came mm-hmm. over uh, for the podcast and shit. <laughs> so, like, it, yeah, it just it made me think about that. And, I, and I've for some reason at the time, I didn't think like, oh, I haven't seen Pat on Twitter in a minute. But, you know, when you brought him up now. I was just like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen Pat on Twitter in a minute. So, but yeah, I just followed him on that page. Super sidebar, too, since you brought up Filemouth. Filemouth just produced a track that uh, Royce, Royce the Five Nine's brother did a diss track again, uh, on to Lupe and Mickey Fax. Are you familiar with this whole, this whole beef with them and, and Royce? Vaguely, um, Johnny talked about it when we were at the the meetup that was at the aisle. So he told him and him and PBS told me about it. 
but I wasn't familiar with it up to that point because I never looked into it because I thought it was jokes. I was like, I figured, I was like, oh, they, they can't have real beef. They probably just joking around, making little tracks to each other. And Johnny's like, nah, dog. <laughs> like, it wasn't no jokes, man. No, so, it, it, that's, it is, that's really it all I know about jokes. it. Yeah, it didn't seem, I listened to both of them. So then I listened to the Mickey Fax dude and it actually wasn't a terrible song. I mean, it actually was decent. And then just recently I saw Patty uh, retweeted uh, a link and it was so you know his brother's name was it Kid Vicious uh, uh, yep, yep. Royce he yep. did so he ended up doing a this track it's like seven minutes long and it's Damn. and it's about Lupe and the Mickey Fax dude and Foulmouth did the beat for it and it's actually pretty dope okay. Um, okay. so yeah there's a lot of tangents going on today uh, but yeah it, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, yeah I've been meaning to I've been meaning to look into those songs, but I don't, I don't, Johnny told me the name of a couple of them. And I think I did. Now that right. I think about it, I, I can even I tell you the name of save it. it. I think I saved it in my Spotify and forgot about it though. So like, I, cause I, I pulled out my phone and I was looking, when he was telling me the names of the tracks, I was looking them up. So I think I did save them, but I completely forgot about that. And so I haven't listened to them at all, but uh, yeah, that, that I'm, I'm only vaguely aware of that. I'm aware that it happened. Um, but that's all I really, uh, all I really know about. And he told he told me about some line that I think Lupe did that was actually like really clever. Actually, I mean Lupe's shit was pretty pretty clever. Well, I can't um, I can't say of... I, I made it sound like I'm surprised that Lupe would have a clever line. I'm not, but it was it was a good line. But yeah, I, I got to look into those songs. Um, and and now it's funny you just you you just you know bringing it up. We talking about Pat and Five Off. I'm like, yeah, we these motherfuckers were doing fucking dabs in my garage. Like that was crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I did one too. Oh yeah, that's right. You did do one. Yeah, that's why when uh on the dabs. post that Johnny made, he was like, uh, he said he was scared to do it. He posted a video of corrupt brother doing one and passing out. <laughs> oh, that's what the video was. On it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw your father. How's your father on all these fucking groups, dog? Johnny probably added them to it. Because <laughs> when I looked at who was in the group, it was him, it was Johnny, his wife, me, and Trevor, and my father-in-law. So, like, based on the grouping of it, I assumed that Johnny probably added my father-in-law to it. As opposed to my father-in-law adding Johnny, Trevor, and Johnny's wife. Like, I don't think that would... <laughs> and then Johnny adds me. Like, that doesn't make sense. So it makes sense that Johnny probably added my father-in-law and me. But, yeah, um... My father-in-law now just uh he became manager of a dispensary now in uh oh, in Canada. Good. That's dope. Yeah. So I got a nice little connect over there as well. So <laughs> hey, when when are you able to go nice. over there? Uh, I can go now. Um, oh, you can? I'm gonna, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because they they so they got it, it's still locked up for Canadians to come here. Like oh. he extended that to uh September. So Canadians can't come here, but vaccinated Americans can go there. So um, ah. you know, you gotta get a, just gotta get a COVID test and um, bring your vaccine and shit, vaccination card and shit, and you can go over there. Oh yeah, like you, my gotta wife, the, you gotta do the COVID test within seventy two hours, right? Exactly. Yep. So um, I actually, and then they just changed the um, the flying policy to where you gotta have a COVID test to fly now. So I actually, this is a, a, another tangent. I actually did my first COVID test uh, yesterday. You're, that's your first I one not, out of all of this shit? Yeah, I ain't never needed one. 
Wow. So like, I, yeah, I, I, I had, I, this is my first one. Yeah. So um, I just be going on Saturdays just cause of shit. No, I'm just fucking. With yeah, uh, yeah, you pretty, you pretty experienced with them at this point. I, I not that I want want my nose raped, but I mean, yeah, I've had to take more than I care to talk about. But yeah, when you've done it, has someone else done it for you, or have you done it yourself? Uh, they've always done it. Okay, so when I did it, I had to do it myself. And really? Huh. Yeah, and it was still the it was the same one the 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 brain tickle, and um <laughs> the brain. But I had tickle. to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder why they let you do it yourself because I feel like I just don't I don't trust that a person would go as far as they need to go. Yes, I wouldn't either. And the reason that (laughs) the reason that I was successfully, I don't want to say successfully able, but um, they had to do it. So my wife and her brother had to do it before. And they what, what they're doing right now is like they don't have any kind of interaction with the person like you pull up to like you know how uh like cvs and shit like that mm-hmm. will have like the drive up pharmacy like you pull up to the drive up pharmacy and they like pass you the shit through you know like through like a drawer or whatever and they talk to you th- they talk you through it through the speaker so you do it you do the whole thing yourself and they just tell you what to do and when they did it before uh, my brother-in-law was kind of like talking shit about how he's like, oh, they make you do it yourself. So you don't got to actually, you don't got to put it all the way up in your brain. You know, you just swab it around. You can just swab it around the inside of your nose. He made it sound like he cheated the system and shit. And then his test came back invalid. <laughs> so he had to do it again. Mm-hmm. So I knew because of that going in to not fuck around with it, you know, to actually, you know, take it seriously and shit. And they were just saying like, put it in your nose until you feel pressure. And I tilted my head back and I, kept, I, I just kept moving it up until I felt like I couldn't do it anymore. And I, you know, swabbed you, it around when each when nostril. You, when you feel, oh, you had to do both nostrils? Yeah. See, it's, it's, I'm so, it's so crazy how it's different variations of how people get tested from you doing it yourself to one nostril. Like, I've never had it in both nostrils on one test. It's only been That's one what I nostril. Said. Yeah, she's like, uh, tilt your head back, put the swab up until you feel pressure, you know, swab it around for like 10 seconds. And then she's like, and then do the same in the other nostril. I was like, wait, I got to do it in both? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I didn't think you had to do both either. No, but, um, I ain't never had that. Yeah, I, I did it. It was fine. Like, I, I, I mean, it wasn't fine, but it was like my eyes was watering. <laughs> but other than that, it was it wasn't that bad. Uh, my nostrils felt funny for maybe like the next 20 minutes, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I wouldn't even say they hurt. It was more like a, did just you get the like tear? Did you get the tear? Oh yeah. 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 I said yeah. my eyes was watering for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I had to do that. So I did my first, my first ever COVID test uh, two days ago and then I got it, you know, I got it back negative yesterday. So good to go. Good to go to hop on the flight tomorrow. And then, so I didn't know you I'm had just, to. I didn't know you had to uh, to take a test to to fly though. They just changed it. You didn't need to at first. You just needed to be vaccinated, but they just added to where you got to take a test now. Really? So we got to provide the test and the vaccination. Yup. So, um, yeah, I got got that back negative yesterday, and then when we get back from DC, we're gonna go to Canada to pick the kids up. So uh, I'll be going to Canada on uh, 
Saturday evening. Oh, uh, okay. Um, then my mom just went to Vegas today, and I'm curious if she – she didn't mention nothing about a test. I think they did. Oh, what's interesting, so my aunt works for the city. She got her booster shot already, her COVID booster shot. Is she immune, immunocompromised? Because I thought that was the only way you could get a, th- a third one. So far, uh, anyway. As far as I know, she isn't, but maybe so because she got it. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Like you have to have like a uh, uh, some sort of like deficiency in your immune system. Like you know, people who have like you know diseases. Like if you got cancer or something like that, you 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 can get a third Ooh. one right away. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, but some people like I, I've heard that some people have like just kind of like going around to different like people who are just passionate about it have <laughs> just kind of like going around to different places until they can get a third shot like some places are just not pushing it that hard right. oh, so, okay nigga whatever get this shot get right the fuck out of here yeah so, so maybe she went to like a hood <laughs> a hood right aid or something and they were like oh you want another one that's fine <laughs> and i wonder if maybe because if she's a city worker maybe she got you know some kind of pass or some shit i don't know um, that might be that might be it actually. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to actually city shit, speaking of um, this weekend, we should have a new addition to the house. We're we're finally we're getting this dog. A new that, dog. Yes. Oh man. So this so she's getting. I say she because it's really her dog. Um, a cavapoo. Are you familiar with what a cavapoo is? Hell no. Nah. Uh, that sounds completely ridiculous. I have no idea what that is. So a cavapoo is it's some cava with a poodle. It's a it's a <laughs> it's a cross between a cavalier king Charles spaniel and a poodle. Oh yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I, I recognize spaniel, and I don't recognize none of them other words. Have it a, looks like have if you have a if you have a if you have a dog that's a uh, it looks like a teddy bear. That's what it looks like to me. Okay, like, yeah, <laughs> basically. So the crazy part is, is that she she is driving to fucking South Carolina to pick this dog up. Damn. Yeah, it was. I guess the so she couldn't find a breeder in Michigan. Uh, that had them within the next year or two, and it was less expensive. But you got to go to fucking South Carolina. Yeah. So her her homegirl is gonna go Saturday morning, leave Saturday morning, get there Saturday evening, pick up the dog, stay the night, drive back Sunday, get back home <laughs> Sunday evening and shit. So. <laughs> I wasn't ready for a dog yet. I mean, you know, ever since, you know, Alex had passed, we had kind of made an arrangement that we weren't going to get a dog until uh, we move. But I think, you know, she's really been wanting another dog. And, you know, being that she had Alex for like 15 years, I was just kind of like, fuck it. So it should be interesting. I'm just not up for waking up in the middle of the night. The whole puppy training thing is just ridiculous. Uh, I'm just not ready for that shit, but I guess I'll be ready on Sunday night. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, how do you want to start with the politics as usual 
Well, use your wow in Detroit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I guess I guess we just go straight for it, man. Um, so today, our um, one of our uh, city council members, uh, who is a friend of ours, uh, had her house raided by the FBI. And apparently there is some sort of, uh, I guess, uh, I don't want to say suspicion because I don't know if she's under suspicion or if it's just a, uh, like, they're digging into city council members who may have been associated with this person who they've already charged with uh, some sort of bribery crime. But, so, yeah, um, Andre Spivey or Spivey uh, mm-hmm. is the councilman who, who has since uh, resigned, but he is actually being charged. And mm-hmm. so all of this is coming from the developments of his, his charges. And so uh, our friend, who's a councilwoman, Janae Ayers, and then as another council person, um, what is his name? Scott Benson, which I have no idea who the hell he is. Um, Me neither. So, so both of their houses were raided. Both of their offices were raided. And I think their assistants were raided as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to think, man, because, um, you know, we've talked about her on the podcast uh, on multiple occasions. Um, I, I, I went to high school with her, um, not just in a a we went to the same high school respect like we were in the same class we were cool with each other like I know her know her and um I just don't I know she never she does not strike me as someone who would take bribes um but on the other end of that I just feel like the FBI doesn't raid the homes of people who they just you know have no viable reason to suspect that they might be involved in some sort of activity because I mean like think about it too like at least I, I don't know the law. I only know what I've seen on like TV, <laughs> but as, as, as many things as I've seen, as far as, uh, you know, television shows or movies that have had law enforcement shit, which is all at this point, probably in the hundreds. Um, as far as I know, you need a warrant to be able to raid somebody's house and you can't get a warrant if you don't have, if you don't present evidence to a judge that you have probable cause to need that warrant so like you can't just be like oh we want to raid this city council person's house all right cool like i feel like it's a thing where you have to go to a judge and be like okay this is the evidence that we have that says that we need to we need to raid this person's house and i mean think about even it's simply something like the wire like they didn't just bust in the houses it was like they tried to trap the not trap the people but they tried to get evidence first you know tap phones all that kind of shit then they get evidence and then they raid the house so i feel like if the fbi and it wasn't even detroit police it was the fbi if the FBI raids your house, I feel like they gotta have some sort of reasonable cause to think that you actually did something. Or, uh, or you illegal. have some. Or, well, I would, I would say even if you done some legal, or if you may have something that's, uh, uh, what's the word I'm gonna look for? Um, if you have some, maybe? no, uh, if you have something that's evidence for somebody else's guilt. Yeah, like yeah, that's something that can incriminate somebody else. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, I read through the one article and it was talking about some shit, you know, like that Janae was in the conversation of, but like nothing actually 
the stuff that I read didn't seem to put her in a situation where she did something wrong, potentially. Right. I, I, I kind of got that impression, too. But then I'm also like, why if, if it's simple, if it's something simple as that, why wouldn't you just if, if she's not under suspicion at all? Why wouldn't you just say, hey, we know that you might have something on so and so. What's up with that? Like, why wouldn't you question the person first or try to get that? I just don't know. I don't don't know how. I just just don't know how the FBI works like that. I mean, all I do, all I know is is that they say that she's not. In in so many words, it says, well, obviously she's not charged nothing, and she's not an actual person of interest. I can't. I want to. I got. I want to find a part that actually said it if I can. If not, doesn't make a difference. But um it seemed like she came in conversation with two other people who's doing fuck shit uh and so yeah i mean i as i guess you don't know nobody until you until you know them <laughs> and yeah. you know as much as i've you know know long as i've known her you've known her obviously a lot longer i just i i think i had met janae i think when she was working at uh um mgm oh yeah 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 and I met her because of my homeboy Matisse worked there. But then I knew that you had knew her from high school and that Chris knew her from high school and shit like that. Yep, yep. I'm just gonna yeah, go on record. Did, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Go, you go ahead. Oh no, I'm just saying like, yeah, she used to work the um, like the front. Uh, I don't say front desk, but like the where you go into the the restaurant at, but like, where they had the seafood buffet and the buffet and shit. She worked the like the that area where like you get in line to go into the into the buffet, and yeah, she like she used to work that area. And I remember she she let me uh let me skip to, skip to the front of the line. What's <laughs> how uh, when I went up there? Yeah, and I think too. I think even like more than that because it it just seems like such a random ass mundane job. I think she was really involved with the uh, unions and stuff there, which I think maybe is how she ended up getting into uh, politics with the city. I know she dealt with the, the unions and stuff with the casinos as well. Uh, so I don't know, man. I'm going on record that, you know, I I feel I I just hope that, you know, you know, shit, fuck shit with her. Um, and I guess if shit comes out, it comes out. But, you know, she just don't seem like that type to me. So, <laughs> yeah, me either. Uh, I, I, and <laughs> real quick thought, I, I'm not going to do this, but there was a small, small part of me wanted to play like i was goddamn 60 minutes and shit and wanted to reach out to her be like hey you want to come on my podcast and tell your side of the story (laughs) can you imagine can you imagine if we were the ones that like got like some exclusive first interview with her after this whole situation that would be fucking amazing dude like there's because there's no way we don't end up on like cbs cbs and fox and shit like that and nbc like our local affiliates like uh can you imagine turning on the news and like uh so uh city councilman Jane Ayers did an interview with uh what what is this? What up, dope what up, podcast? What? <laughs> Dude, I, I've had that thought not, well, not about Janae and that shit, but just in past stuff. I've always thought like these weird ass situations where I would be able to break the story on like on on our podcast. Like mm-hmm. I'll I don't know, man. Maybe because I just work around weird ass white people. I just be wondering, like, man, what if somebody come and try to shoot this bitch up and I get a chance to tell the story of being live in the fucking building and shit? Like, I've right. had that thought more than I care to admit. 
But I'd be like, fuck, maybe I'm like, how do I do this? Like, do I have to like quit my job for telling all this information? Like, like, could I, could, could we become famous off this shit? Like, I just got to make sure I don't get shot. Don't get <laughs> shot. Just duck. Do not get shot. But yeah, that, that would, yeah, that would be kind of dope. But yeah. Yeah. I, I had that thought like, man, that'd be so crazy. Like I had a thought like, what if she reached out to me? Like, Mike, I want to come on your podcast and tell, tell my side of the story. I want to talk to the news. I want to, I want to talk to you. <laughs> so I, I could tell my story of my words and I had nobody spending like 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 I'm some sort of fucking media mogul or some shit. <laughs> and you sitting there just dropping everything like I gotta go, y'all. I, I gotta log off work. I would be Hell I would, yeah. no, I no, would beeline at home. I would I would beeline at home saying I got whatever emergency. It wouldn't make a difference what the fuck I'm going I'm doing at work. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, like because that like at the end of the day, like that that would change our lives on on like a low key level. Like it's not like we would become like fucking superstars, but locally, like that 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 would change oh, locally, our shit. Yeah. We would one hundred percent be on the goddamn news. Like they'd be interviewing us. Like, uh, excuse me, how the fuck did you get this interview, sir? <laughs> the, 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 the hows and why, the how and why of 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 would be the most the most questions you have. Like, how did y'all get this, and why did y'all get this? And I'll just turn the camera and be like, "Real niggas do real things." And every day, with the straight, with the straightest face, straightest just, face ever. No, no, lol. And just walk away. No emoji. That's it. Yeah, just walk away. Yeah, because real <sighs> niggas do real things. Uh, hey, hey, shout out, shout real out recognized, the, real. Shout That's out why to the, she ain't fuck with y'all. All right, shout out to the haters. <laughs> I always wanted to say that, oh, and I, yeah. I always wanted to just fakely not like say that, but not really mean it because I don't think I don't think I have haters. But um, so and I, and I all, beg to differ. I think you probably do, oh, maybe and so. I think I probably do too. I don't get it though, man. Like, I mean, unless you're just doing fuck shit, I don't. I just, I mean, I just hope everybody wins. Like, you know, unless you just a you know some fuck shit nigga. Like, you know, I wish I wish you the best, and you know, but. I don't know. That's yeah. Uh, so with all oh, of the articles coming, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. And I, I, well, I, no, no. You go ahead first. I want to see where you're going first. So with all of the articles that came out today, uh, just and and it wasn't much. It was just all of you know, just regurgitated stuff about the charges and rates and or not charges, but rates and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was one article that came out and it was listing like the number of people in the Detroit area who's been convicted of some kind of like fucked up uh, political shit. And so it's like a list of like a hundred and some people over the last maybe five, 10 years that's then got up charges and shit. Uh, and so I was looking at that list earlier because there was a dude from my high school um who first off this list is crazy because it's list list people by their first name and not their last name. So it's like an alphabetical order for their first name. And that's always mm-hmm. like weird as fuck. Um, but yeah, so I was looking at this list and it's a lot of motherfuckers, dog. Like they get a tons of fucking time. Um, I'm trying to scroll through the list, but go ahead what you're saying. I'm trying to find this person I was looking for. Okay. So um, what I found interesting was that all the articles, and I've always been interested in how, when somebody is composing an article to put out about somebody, I've always been interested in how they choose the pictures they use. Mm-hmm. And all the articles shows what is, uh, by all accounts, the worst picture of Janae I've ever seen. 
And I'm like, and I'm not even trying to like, like, I'm not trying to shade her. This is the, it, it's literally just a bad picture. It's a bad I've seen, picture. I've seen, I've seen her in person. I've seen her in person where she's not done up or anything like that. Like, you know, like there's pictures of her looking super professional, you know, doing her city council shit. And then I've seen her like out in the streets. Cause like, I've seen her out on the streets. Cause like, I mean, she, she's, she's big in the, like, I would say big in the streets. I, Cause that sounds different. Like, like she's like in the streets, like, like a drug dealer and shit. Right. But I mean, like when I say she's big in the streets, I mean like she's like out a lot. She's, she's active not somebody in the city. Who's, like, yeah. It, per, yes. Perfect. That's the ber- perfect way to put it. She's like I've seen her. I've seen her a few times at McGee's. Like I've seen her yes, at, at exactly. bars and shit. I used to see her starters all the fucking time and shit. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. So like seeing her just out and about, and especially since obviously uh, City Hall is downtown. I work downtown. So you know, obviously prior to pan- pandemic, I would see her just out and about downtown, just like while I'm at work. You know, just walking around, and I see her. So I've seen. I've seen her. All different kinds of ways, like out in the streets, out, you know, obviously in high school, uh, you know, in her professional setting. Oh, it's good. Easily. Every single uh, article used what is the worst picture of her I've ever seen. And I don't understand. Like, I feel like you had to almost like put effort into that. Like you can't, oh, oh, you can't totally just be like. That. I totally believe that. Yeah, totally like, and I've that. never, I've never really, I've never really given it much thought in the sense of like how they choose the picture. I just always kind of wonder, like, like, oh, I wonder what made them choose that picture because you know we have situations where like, uh, if a white guy does a crime, they'll post a picture of like the the most safe picture, like a picture of him with his family in, in his fucking church clothes and all that shit. If a black guy commits a crime, they choose a picture of him hanging out with his homies in the club, having a drink. Look, you know, like the worst picture they can find a black person, best picture they can find a white person. You see it all the time. And they chose the, the worst picture I've ever seen of her in all these articles. And then I click on the article on Facebook and I'm looking at the comments and the comments are nothing but white people glorifying this. Like all mm-hmm. oh, city council, like, oh, they're all crooked. They're all corrupt. I saw somebody who like uh, screenshot the picture and then zoomed in on her face. And then there was like a comment, like just like, wow, what the fuck? Like, like looking at the picture, and then that comment had replies to it of people roasting her in the picture, all white people. And I'm just like, incredible how obviously there are very few white people who have um any real connection to the city of Detroit. Obviously, there's a handful, but very few, right? Because Detroit is a primarily black city. But all these comments were white people. And I'm like, you don't know who she is because you ain't from here, obviously. You don't know who she is because I don't know city council members from other cities. The fuck? I barely know city council members from this city. I only know her because I went to school with her. And I, well, because I know her personally. So, like, because I, I wouldn't even put it as went to school with her. I know her personally. So that's how I know this city council member. But, like, I, I, I find it so wild that, like, all these white people who have no connection to her or Detroit whatsoever are glorifying and reveling in this as if white people aren't out here doing far worse. And again, she, it's not like she got charged with corruption, bribery or racketeering or whatever kind of fucking shit that politicians get hit with. She ain't been charged with nothing, but white people out here wilding in these comments. And I'm just like, can I, can I experience anything in life where white people are being fucked up about it? Like, why are y'all even here? Like, why don't you, don't you won't worry about your fucking suburban ass council members who are probably out here doing far worse shit 
Like, yeah, y'all probably got council members out here fucking sucking dick in bathroom stalls, but y'all talking about her fucking it. Bro, uh, this and, fucking raid and shit. Uh, you could go on Facebook and type her name on her actual Facebook page and grab a picture. That right. picture. Like, so to your point, yeah, I, I didn't think about it as much. I did think it was a, a, a just because the picture is a picture of like, you know, somebody mid talking. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's like, first off, I don't know why I even kept that picture as a picture anyway. And then secondly, you could easily went to her Facebook page on her on, on her public air for Detroit politician page and grab the picture there. Like the shit's stupid, dog. And you're absolutely like, where did right, they even dog. get that picture? Like, I've never seen that picture. I don't know where they got that picture. And, and, and I, you, I feel you like can search was a on Twitter to find one. Oh, if yeah, was, you can search on Twitter. Twitter has her same fucking picture that she has on Facebook. You could use that, but yeah, that part is fucked up. And I, you know what? Tomorrow, I think I'm tweeting the motherfuckers who did that shit. Cause I'm gonna ask like. What made you use that picture, dog? Because uh, you really didn't have to. Yeah, like, and, 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 tons and, of fucking pictures you could use, but because of and the, you must have put in work on, to find it. Hell yeah, because I typed her name into Google and was like, "Which of these pictures is the worst one?" Because there's no way you you quickly grab the first picture and that was it. You search for that picture, dog. There's no way that was the easiest picture to get. You purposely sought out the worst picture that you could find. And I don't understand, like, what's the point of, like, why, why would you do that? Because, again, if it was a white city council member, they probably would have found a picture of him playing with a fucking, uh, playing with a fucking cavapoo. Like, <laughs> why did you do that picture? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like, and then earlier, I fucked with them earlier because I asked, you know, they did a tweet within, tw- they did the same tweet uh, within, like, shit. 15 minutes of of that and i'm like so what the fuck like y'all don't got nothing else better to talk about you know what i'm saying like y'all go keep retweeting that shit and it was only of her it was fbi execute uh search warrant at home of council member janae Ayers. and then i think they deleted it and they put the other guy too because it was two council people who who got fucking mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying search so i'm just like yeah, that's just I don't know, man. I I just uh I I as much as you know uh I like I want to respect media and and shit like that, sometimes they just being real fuck niggas, dog. Full on fuck niggas. Yeah, that was a weird fucking picture, dog. Yeah. Weird fucking picture. Not understanding that shit at all. And it, and then one of the guys who, one of the guys you you um you asked a question on Twitter, he's one of the guys that worked for Free Press, and so I warned him like, is it you motherfucker? Because I follow that the Joe Gullian dude, mm-hmm. Gullian, and so yeah, man, it took everything in me not to reply to those white people on the Facebook page. Me too, and uh, I think the only reason I didn't is because. I don't. I, I. I think it's just because I just didn't have the energy for it. Because there's been so much of that kind of shit going on, and I've been. I've been again. My anger levels are building, and I'm just kind of in a place where I'm just like, okay, I've been. I've been carrying a lot of this anger from from people's uh, behavior, and I was like, you know what? I just. I'm just not in it today to deal with that. But like, I wanted to hop in and reply to every comment, but I'm just like, man, let me just chill out, dog. 
Yeah, because a slight, I guess, diversion really before we, we wrap up, because I now remember the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, and it's not, it's somewhat related. It's, it's related in the sense of white people's fuck shit, uh, but only, only a little bit. Uh, last night I watched a documentary called, um, uh, fuck, I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> uh, in the Same Breath, that was the name of it. It's on uh, HBO Max. And it's a documentary about COVID and it's about how it started in China and how China handled it and then how it got here and how we handled it. And it's by this uh, Asian director and she started filming because she had went over to, I guess she's um, is, is either from Wuhan or has family in Wuhan or, or they are from or close to Wuhan, something like that. So she was in the general vicinity and she had gone over there right before they shut down Wuhan and she had started like deciding that she wanted to make this movie. And so she has footage of like in these Chinese hospitals right when the outbreak is starting. And it was, man, like it's really, really hard to watch. Like I'd probably say it's probably the most difficult thing I've had to watch maybe not ever but it's up there because like you are seeing people experiencing this it feels live because it's like actual footage of them at the time this shit is happening because you know a lot of documentaries you might see like canned footage and there'll be interviews with people talking about it in retrospect but this was like talking to people while it's happening right and i'm not gonna get into specific stories that happened on it but watching these these people trying to like figure out like what's going on why are my family members dying? Why can't I see them? Why is the Chinese government suppressing all this information, trying to uh, make it look like it's better than it is? Why did we then start doing the same thing here? And it had, uh, it was, it showed clips of people here uh, talking about how it was all a scam or it's not that real and, and you know, don't listen to the media. Like, you know, all the shit that the, the anti-vaxxers or the people who are saying COVID is not a big deal all the talking points that they that they spew all the basically trump's talking points and it's one thing when you're here at that time and you're seeing the news and you're seeing the people who are going oh it's not that big a deal yada yada but when you're seeing that after you see the actual like footage of the chinese people experiencing this and and how it's escalating and how how they had to deal with it in, in that first those first moments when it's like just kind of starting off and nobody really knows what's going on and the chinese government was like arresting people for talking about it like like people were like like oh i i, I took video in a in a chinese hospital and like oh man it's crazy what's happening to these people like these people are dying and no one knows what's going on and then you find out like right after that the chinese government was like arresting these people or or like making telling them they can't talk about it and trying to paint it as like a like it wasn't as bad as it was they were worried about their perception in the world and how like the United States and other other major countries might look at them if they knew just how bad it was so they like lied about it like it was so bad dude like watching these uh watching this footage of these people dealing with this shit in the moment was like it was scary dude and it was really fucked up and you look at trying to imagine being that person like having to deal with that like man and, and people finding out in real time throughout the course of the documentary. Obviously not real time because I'm a documentary about what happened in early 2020. But like for them, 
watching for me watching the clips it was for them it was it was real time and you know you're seeing the, like they have this one father and his his kid is like it's not his kid because i mean it's his son but he was an adult he's like 30 but like he's figuring out like you know i, I brought my son to the hospital and now it looks like he's dying and then i got sick while i was here visiting him and i don't know what's going on i just want to talk to him and they won't let me and like you're seeing the guy in like the hospital bed like on the brink of death you're seeing like old people who are trying to they're trying to bring their grandparents to the hospital and they're like no take them back home we, we ain't got no room for them and it's like well i can't leave them out here because they'll die out here if they can't get inside and if i take them home i can't take care of them they're like well we we, we don't know what to tell you, motherfucker, but you got to do something because we ain't got no room for the motherfucker. Like, man, it was so fucked up, dog. Like, that documentary fucked me up last night, man. And uh, the reason I got onto that is because of the, the way the, the, the white people here were responding to it. Because, you know, it was white people. Actually, they did interview one black guy who was saying the same bullshit the white folks were saying, which is worse to a degree. But... Um, yeah, that man, that documentary was so fucked up last night, man. I was watching that shit like, man, I, like there were points where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to watch this anymore, dog. Because I'm like, this shit is so fucking sad slash scary, mainly sad, but uh, yeah. less scary just because like we're we're so far away from it now and we have a, a clear idea what was going on. But like, man, at that time, I can't even imagine what those people were going through, dog. Man, that shit was crazy. Yeah, I, I have a, a a cigar buddy. He um, lives in uh, Florida, and his uh, wife is Filipino. And her dad had got her, her dad is over in the Philippines, and he had got uh, COVID. And the hospital situation is so fucked up over there. It's like there, it's just a tears tears less than what hospitals are here for one. And there's the quality of just the the care is just fucked up, like at some point he was just intense outside of the hospital. And when he finally got in the hospital, like they don't even have, they're not even assigned doctors. They have to like pay to get a nurse or a doctor to come and check on them. They have to bring their own food and he just didn't get the care that he needed. And shit, they gave him like, he had some infection. So they had, had like a, a catheter or something and that got infected because they just didn't do it right. So it's like his leg is swollen up crazy and he never had no one to actually come in, like do real medical, um, like work on him. He ended up, he ended up dying like two months after that and shit. And yeah. it's fucked up because his wife can't even go over there cause they on lockdown. So it's like her dad and, her dad, her dad is dying. Only thing, only way they're able to see it because they have a phone that they have on. Uh, they use Facebook Live, so essentially she watched her dad die on Facebook Live, mm, and, and, could, and, he, and couldn't even fucking go over there for the fucking funeral. Right, man, that's so fucked up, dog. Yeah, man. So yeah, I'm gonna check out the documentary, but I know, I know how fucked up it is. I'm just bracing myself. But yeah, hearing stories yeah, about that, man. You know, him talk about it, you know, his uh, father-in-law and because he was telling us about it when his father-in-law, I guess, it got COVID and we're just talking about how the healthcare is just so fucked up over there. And then when he was talking about how, you know, she pretty much because that was the only way they would would communicate was through Facebook and on video and shit. So essentially she watched him take his, not essentially, she did watch him take his last breaths via fucking Facebook Live and shit. It's like, wow. And like, the worst thing, the, the, I don't want to say the worst thing about it because it's obviously not the worst thing, but one of the other bad things about it is that 
you know, you and I have spent the entirety of this pandemic kind of like coming down on people who are denying the severity of it, coming down on people who are uh, inexplicably and moronically opposed to vaccinations. And that's something that we've been pissed about the whole time. But watching this made it even worse because it's like, when you see situations like what you just, just described, like people who are forced to watch their family members die over FaceTime and, and all this kind of shit, when you see that and you see the reality of what's really, what was really happening, like, like China tried to say like they had like 3,000 something deaths from COVID and they interviewed anonymously uh, people who worked at the mortuaries there because like they were, when people would die of COVID, they would cremate those people. And then you would have to come pick up the remains of your relative. And then they made you like dispose of those relatives within like 48 hours or something like that. Like crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to watch that and then think that there's people here who are downplaying it, like, oh, it's just the flu. Or like, oh, it's only 0.1% of people die from it. Like, when you see that and then you see people here denying the severity of it and, 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 and downplaying the effectiveness of vaccines, it makes it even worse. Like I watched that and all I could think about is how much I now hate even more so those people. Because like, like it's so sad to see what happened to these people and how the Chinese government suppressed it. And what I was saying about the 3000 people, when they interviewed the mortuary people, they were talking about like, we know how many people actually die from this because we know how many motherfuckers we've had to cremate. Mm-hmm. And every person they asked about it, I think it was maybe like two or three people. China's government, like I said, said it was like 3,300 people that died of it. And every person that worked at a funeral home or mortuary or whatever that was cremating these people said that the actual number was twenty to 30,000. And China's over here talking about it's 3,000. And then on top of that, they had whole ceremonies celebrating how they defeated COVID and how great of a job they did. And it's such a communist country to where like, you can't, if you say anything like uh, derogatory about their government, they like will arrest you. Like there was some dude who was putting videos up on YouTube chronicling like how, how bad this shit was. And the motherfucker disappeared. Like he put out a video that, that ended. They, they said this was his last video and they played it. And he was saying like, uh, like, I don't even give a fuck what happens to me. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I don't even give a fuck what happens to me because, like, like what are y'all going to do to me? I'm not scared of death. So whatever y'all can do to me, it don't even fucking matter. And then that motherfucker disappeared. I'm like, they disappearing, niggas, are over, over exposing them? Like, what a fucking shit country China is. Like, that government, man, fucking, hey, dude. And I, I looked dude up after the after the movie was over because they didn't give any resolution to him. I Googled him after the shit was over. Apparently, he was uh, found alive in September. And apparently, it seems like the government basically, they don't say what happened to him because I guess they don't know. But I guess the government probably held that dude for a few months and basically was like, don't fuck around with us, as what I'm assuming, because they quote unquote released him in September and now he lives with his parents under under government supervision and has not put out any videos since hasn't said anything since and the only reason people know that he's okay and that he's with his parents is because one of his uh a friend of his told the media about it like oh yeah he's now like free he's kind of like on like a kind of like a version of house arrest 
and they and he can't they won't let him do shit. I'm like, oh my god, dog! Like they and, probably and, beat and the shit out of him. They might have, and it's just like, man, to, to think that that people are out here saying like it's not that big a deal. It's just like it, it's it's infuriating, dude. Like I, I just I don't know, man. I, I can't get over these people who are who are denying it and, and are so anti-vaccine. Because those people, those anti-vaccine people, those are the reason. They're those people are the reason that we're in the situation we're in now, and why this shit won't end, and why it's it's getting worse. Like I got a notification today that said over the last two days, we've had over four thousand cases. Over the last two days, we were down to like double digits or some shit per day like we were down to like where it was like oh this shit is pretty much over and now we're back up to 2000 in the last two days a piece it's like, about here in michigan or just in, in the u.s here in the u.s oh okay okay no i'm sorry no i'm no here in michigan i'm sorry here in michigan we're down we're we're back up to 2000 cases a day like it was 40 it was 40 4300 4, something like that cases in the last two days like we're right back in the peak. And I'm like, and 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 the reason we're right back in the peak is two reasons. Obviously, the the increased uh um uh oh fuck. I don't know why the word escaped my head. The the way the delta oh, contagious, the way the delta variant is way more contagious than the than the regular one. And then obviously the people who are not getting vaccinated. And to, for people to sit here, like there's no valid anti-vaccination reason there isn't one you only got people putting together shit ass uh arguments and, and doing shit comparisons about why they shouldn't have to get the vaccine and it's it's the level of stupidity and selfishness that exists in this country as it pertains to the vaccine is mind-boggling i don't understand how we can look in the face of science and go nope Scientists are wrong. What I read on whatever the fuck dumb nigga website that I read, that's what's right. And I'm going to roll with that. And then I'm going to go on Facebook. I'm going to go on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And I'm going to talk like I'm speaking from a place of authority. Like I actually know what I'm talking about, which you do not. I'm going to speak from a place of authority about how the vaccine is not needed or how it's okay if you don't want to get it because that's what's best for you. Like that's already an idiotic, dangerous, and cunt-ass argument. But when you see this documentary and you see how these people had to deal with this and you know the personal stories of what individuals had to deal with, it makes me hate those people. And I just, I don't, I don't understand why this country is so hell-bent on, on being dangerously stupid. I, I don't I don't I, I just I don't get it. Did I, you, I'm so fed up. Did you see uh Buster Rhymes rant? Fuck that thick neck dumb nigga. Oh my god. Dog. So you did see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I fucking did. I don't I, that's another thing I'm sick of. Can we like that's a, this is something I'm actually grateful to Twitter and social media for is that now we can stop treating celebrities like they're better than us. They're just as stupid as all the dumb motherfuckers on our Facebook feed, they can just rap and they got money or they can act and they got money. Basically, they have a profession that pays them a lot of money and puts them in the spotlight. 
but these are not better people. They're dumb, dumb motherfuckers, just like your Facebook friends, just like my Facebook friends, just like everybody's friends that we know in real life. Buster Rhymes is no more intelligent, no better, no more wholesome. He holds no added positivity in life, no more positive contributions than the dumb nigga on your block selling weed. He's no better at all. He's just a nigga that can rap. That's it. We can respect his contributions to hip hop, but Buster Rhymes a dumb motherfucker, just like the dumb motherfuckers on my Facebook feed. What a stupid ass nigga he is, man. Dumb, thick head, big head, dumb, coon ass nigga. That's all Buster Rhymes is, man. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, I was watching this rant and I'm just like, dude, he and I was talking to somebody and they were just saying, you know, people like Buster Rhymes or just celebrities in general, like have like such a their sphere of influence is so large because they they're on a, they're on these high platforms where you know millions of potential people are watching and they have you know the potential to influence so many people and that shit just infuriated because I, I i just haven't i haven't figured out why well never mind i can take that back i'm gonna say i haven't fi- I've figured out totally why people people that are anti-vax are just why do they come off as just being unsafe human beings period like say you have a hesitation on a vaccine but 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 you know that this is airborne and you you still don't want to be so you're safe enough to not want to take a vaccine so to speak because you don't know what it is but you know this is airborne and you don't want to wear a mask so it's like you're not even being smart with your safe shit. Like, you know, it's airborne, but you like fucking masks. So, and it seems like most people who are anti-vax are anti-mask. I I can't recall seeing a person who's been anti-vax and they're trying to be safe about things. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, man. It's, it's so sad. And I've always had like a pessimistic viewpoint and outlook on humanity as a whole or at least as it pertains to this country, because I feel like I feel like we are in a particularly stupid country and it's not reflective of humanity as a whole. I just feel like our country specifically is is extraordinarily stupid and racist. But yeah, man, like what the, the stuff that people are saying and doing here, this is why like I feel like we are hell bent on destroying ourselves. Like we like, you know, you look at movies that talk about like the idea of humanity being responsible for killing itself off and killing off the planet, like look like global warming and shit like that. Like our, our irresponsibility is causing global warming, which will, which could ultimately destroy us. And it makes sense that that could be like a cycle of life where you create life and then ultimately it destroys itself. And you see so much evidence of that right now. Like you, I can, I can see it now. Like I can see how we can kill ourselves off easily. Because we are so reckless, so stupid, so irresponsible, we think that we're invincible as a as 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 a as a race of as a race of humans. I say that we're so invincible and that we're we're just okay and that everything will continue as it has been, and we are killing ourselves in a very literal sense, both with global warming and both with and with this pandemic and how we treat vaccinations and science and and look down on it in favor of. Uh, religion or or general idiocy like we are hell-bent on destroying ourselves and i can absolutely see how it will happen now 
like we are setting ourselves up to get fucking <laughs> we're setting ourselves up to get killed by uh robots <laughs> like we're like all kinds of shit like we we ain't paid attention to movies at all <laughs> man. or they're paying attention and and or then oh they're just watching shit and they're thinking that the life is going to end like i am legend or some shit so yeah right yeah it is rough out here boy anything else no i'm good all right uh, have a have a cool trip uh await your uh your details of how it go and uh we uh be back next week yeah it should be a banger for next week's uh next week's episode because i'm not gonna go to i'm not gonna go to dc and not come back with some stories um i i, I await your i await your stories <laughs> they will go hard i promise i'm right, trying to have a cool. good time out there and kid free like i went to traverse city i had the kids i'm gonna be kid free in dc oh yeah nigga, i'm turning up we're gonna have some stories <laughs> yeah, kid free shit. How, how often do y'all get get to do that? Man, it's been a while. Because even before it was like, you know, my mom, my mom could watch the kids, her parents could watch the kids, but now, you know, my mom is still recovering from COVID. Like she has uh scarring on her lungs. Uh she still carries around oxygen. Um, she's like by and large okay, and she will eventually no longer need the oxygen. But right now, she's still recovering from COVID. And again, another reason why it's fuck everybody on the anti-vaccine, COVID's not that serious shit, because I've seen it firsthand. But, um, you know, I, I'm not going to put that on my mom now. Hey, watch watch two toddlers for two, two whole days. I'm not going to do that. And then now, and but then now, like I told you, my, my, uh, my mother-in-law is sick, not with COVID, but she's not feeling well. And obviously get, going back and forth to Canada is a hassle. They can't come over here. So like with the pandemic and all of those things combined, um, we haven't had a kid-free uh, weekend, especially a kid going out of town or something like that. And I don't know, probably been a couple of years. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see. It should be a good one though. I'm looking forward to it. Got a nice hotel. Like, yeah, I'm ready. Shit, man. We're well, good. Good for y'all, man. Have a good trip. And, of course, we'll hear about it next week. And uh, other than that, we'll see y'all then. Mm-hmm. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Podcast. Peace.